I don't, did you, I don't know, like, did, there, she's out there. You're the Florida version of Sex in the City, JV. That's what I was smoking my cigar. <laughs> Don't be an asshole today. Okay. All right. So we are going to let Julie in. Yeah. I'm in. Okay. I'm in. Here comes Julie. Oh my God. There she is. Hey. How are you? Well, welcome back, Julie Schur, success yeah. strategist extraordinaire. Uh, well, you know what? Well. How about this, man? Today is the first day of fall. Well, oh. You would not know it down here, that's for sure. <laughs> we got rain today. Did you? For like the first time in like three months, like significant rain. So it marks up and it was cool. It was actually just a little refreshing. Oh, like, oh yeah oh, oh. Beautiful. i didn't even know it was perfect. <laughs> so this is well, so weird you are in the uk you're in spain and i'm in the u.s this yeah. is crazy it is it's a little nuts <laughs> if you hear any barking cora is in the hallway she can be a bit distracting she's very cute oh, but dog's face man she's every adorable. time you post a picture i want to just go Boop and touch her nose. Oh, and she'll let you. Well, she won't let you do it because she's <laughs> everyone but like me and one other person. But she'll get there. She'll she, get there. I don't know. She is two and a half years. She she's been with me two years now. Yeah. And she's like, nah, thanks. But she was probably like abused for way longer. Or she no, so. she's she's actually she was only five months old when I got her. Really? It was a bad five months. It was uh, a bad five months. She Aww. was, but you know what? She she's curious about people. She follows them, but if they're facing her, no, mm -mm. nope. <laughs> yeah, she is not about. She's like, I don't know. But as soon as they're walking away, she's like, I'm gonna smell. <laughs> well, I keep telling Gemma, I I feel like I my my little girl cat, like she's. We got her in 2018. Did was it? 2019 maybe um and she's you know a pandemic cat so oh, she's never oh. really been with you know without us so she's uh, right, a little right. bit needy and uh <laughs> i keep saying maybe like you know this will be the year that she just calms down a little bit you know she's always on me and mm -hmm. always like and i it's like like it it you know it's like confliction you know it, like i got things i gotta do like get up get off me but then i don't want to move it's so cute I don't imagine how annoying that would be if she were a person doing that can i come to where are you yes <laughs> it's like sometimes she'll be in a dead sleep and i i put the recliner thing down and she wakes up and she jumps up like where are we going and i'm just like just the fridge where are, look at me look at the size of me it's the fridge it's always gonna be the fridge god funny there are people that are like that i think out there there are <laughs> it would be horrible it would be absolutely horrible i mean i love her to pieces but she just seems to need that like just you know constant stimulation all the time but you know as she gets older like maybe she'll just sleep more <laughs> just sleep i'm more. hoping about cora as well yeah. just she sleeps but like 
the intensity of her energy when she was excited. It's like she snorted a line in the bathroom. Just, like, <laughs> oh. I'm just I, like she she's either zero or a hundred. Hundred, yeah. Like it, it's Same with her. there's really not a lot of in between with her. So <laughs> well, Gemma was away um, like the last the last week before she came home. Uh, every morning that I would wake up, there would be a hairband, a hair tie on the mm-hmm. on the stair, and I was like, what? "What's happening?" So then, like Gemma would call later that evening, I'd be like, "Where would she have gotten this?" You know, and I hold up a hair, and she was like, hmm, "I don't know." And then one day it was like an envelope and a hairband, and then it was uh, two hairbands, and then it was. I'm like, "Where does she get? Where is this treasure trove of hairbands?" <laughs> like I would go in every room and I would look, like where could they be coming from? You know, like every drawer is closed, every closet is closed. Like where where is this coming from? And I realized she was sticking her paw in this tiny little slimline cabinet that had a hole where the handle is like to pull it out. She was sticking her paw in there and grabbing whatever was in there and pulling it out. So I had to turn all the drawers around. It's a good thing she wasn't ordering from Amazon. Like all the packages One a day. (laughs) I know with her, I swear to God. She might need to see Julie about her. Let's channel that into some positivity. How can we do that? How can we do that? (laughs) If I could do that, I mean. Oh my God, there's a career. There's a market right there. Yeah, you could season Milan in in shame. (laughs) But uh, I got to tell you, man, I I had a conversation with my my friend and um, she had just recently quit her job and she's struggling with professions. Passion versus profession. Um, like, man, have I got one. the tip for you? <laughs> I'll send her my way. Yeah, you might. You might hear from her. Yeah, I mean, twenty minutes can't hurt. You know, see I if there's something we can work with. So, just have her email me. That's what I told her. Yep, I, oh. she may. You never know. Yeah. Yeah, and I said, just just tell her Denise sent you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, we were we were coming up with things that we were going to discuss on this yeah. week's show and you you said we were like you wanted to point out the differences between what you do and what a life coach does right oh um no like uh, the differences between what i do and like what a counselor or therapist does um because uh i mean technically i am what i'm doing is life coaching that's the that's the course i'm taking is called coaching. We don't call it life coaching. We call it coaching um, because it's very broad to say life. Most of us specialize. Yeah. Yeah. It uh, is. Yeah. It life is, is a it's huge. Crazy. Yeah. No. And I mean, I think that's, that's one of the problems. People have no idea what the hell it is that coaches yeah. do, but I mean, um, within that, my class, yeah. you know, there are only like there are 10 other, uh, there are nine other people. So they're very small classes and um, no, I mean, not one of us specializes in the same thing. Um, so, I mean, there, there, there are people who deal with, um, there's someone who specializes in parents working with, um, with children between certain ages, how to form a, like a, a good dialogue and help them through problems in school when parents don't know how to talk to their kids. There's someone who does relationships for 50 plus. There's someone who does Oh. finding love yeah. in your 30s and 40s outside of the bar community there is someone who does only work with 
high powered for like professionals, like people who earn like three, 300 K and up a year, uh, she works with them. Um, and I mean, it's just all about what you're familiar with in your life, what you feel comfortable with, you know, so saying life coach is weird, but like, that's why I like, you know, strategist, success strategist a little bit more. Um, but you know, I do fall into, I'm a coach, um, you know, in the end, um, my area is LGBTQ women, you know, lesbian women, uh, over 30 and, for the most part, I'm, I'm still kind of shaping where my main focus is uh, because, you know, I'll, I'll help wherever I can. But I think the main area that I just keep getting drawn to is like overcoming that negative um, self-talk that you have um, and, and seeing things from a new perspective while trying to reach a goal, like maybe a goal that you think you can't get to, yeah. um, you know, which, you know, a lot of us over 30 think that a lot of women over 30 think that and a lot of lesbian women over 30 think that, you know, it just, yeah. Yeah. it becomes just Definitely. increasingly harder as you add, you know, okay, over 30, over 30 woman, over 30 lesbian woman. And then, you know, over 30 lesbian woman in country that didn't really love you when you were growing up. Yeah. You know, like how do you overcome that stuff? Because I really believe, you know, like, the reason I want to go for that is because I truly believe like they're just mental blocks that a lot of us have yeah. at this point in our life. And especially in, you know, this community. Um, but I truly believe like that it's just, it's just ourselves. We're our only obstacle. And, yeah. and I can, what I do is I try to come up with a, an actionable, measurable plan so that you can actually see progress happening. And as soon as that progress starts, like people feel good, you know, yeah. I mean, the people I've worked with, with the practice sessions, the people who have actually done the work, which is very minimal when you're starting, you know, like yeah. it, it, you get what you put in really, you know? Um, but I mean, I've gotten some really amazing messages just out of the blue, like, Hey, this thing that we talked about, um, I actually have been doing it. And now I've done this. And I just wanted to tell you, like, that makes me feel so good because it starts out with them saying, I can't do this anymore. It's not possible. Right. Yeah. But why? I want to hear why. And as you know, maybe even, you know, as you talk to a friend, you know, if someone asks you the right questions, mm-hmm. you just, you, you maybe come to a different conclusion than you normally would, you know, well, um, it, has, it definitely has a different impact. Doesn't it? Like yeah. if somebody asks you a question that you haven't considered or, right. you know, says like try looking at it this way right. you know the way that they have not considered mm-hmm. it's kind yeah. of like a you know like like pouring beans out of a bottle and they all get backed up but one bean comes out <laughs> and all of a sudden yeah, you know, yeah. It's, it's right. true That's a great analogy you know kind of like yeah the bean the bean got got moved and now they everything can can flow like un un what do you call it? Unhindered. Unhindered. Yeah. Unhindered. Let it go. Like let those, you know, a a different perspective is um, like a milestone. Yeah. It's an actual milestone, you know, and it's very easy to get to. It's just that I think you have to have a catalyst and I'm, I serve as a catalyst. Right. Right. Um, So it's just, you know, having someone who's not in the middle of it, look from the outside and you can see so much from the outside. 
when you're in something like I need someone to talk to. I mean, I'm, I'm, I don't coach myself for a reason. Right. Of course. You know, yeah. I can't see things that yeah. I'm dealing with other than one way. Cause I'm stuck. Yeah. You know, to have someone else that we actually have um, partners in our, in our, uh, in the course I'm in uh, so that we can do just that. We, that's we cool. Yeah. Each other um, uh, outside of the class a few times a week. So we work, uh, together, practice coaching, um, help each other with issues that we're working on just so we can, you know, like get through, you know, you have to see for yourself that it works. Right Otherwise, what are you selling? You know what I mean? Like, wait, and it does, it does. Yeah, work. That's what yeah, I mean. That's great. That someone holding up a mirror that, that wow. you know, is, is, you know, 5,000 miles away, someone holding up a mirror and saying, look, but this problem is different than what you're seeing, you know, here's what I see. Yeah. And, you know, just like asking you, well, you know, have you thought of why do you think of this? Why, why yeah. are you looking at it this way? Can you explain, you know, and then you actually can sit there and realize, well, I'm thinking of it this way because it feels comfortable to think of it this way. And there are other ways to think of it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, comfort is, is good, but it can be very dangerous when you want to. Yeah, it really causes complacency, you know, yeah, it does. big time. I think you're, you are a great example, like your own life to be doing this because you've done so many things that you've moved and, and reinvented. And so you're a great example to someone else that may be coming to you. And, and like I said, I love the demographic that you are targeting, which is women over 30, right? Did you say over mm -hmm. 30? Who are a lot of mostly, and most of the time it's women, but people in general, usually women more than men, feel like it's too late to yeah. try to oh, definitely, yeah. And to try yeah. to invent and do something else. And I think that um, it's, it's really good for them to have someone like you that has not only done that, but you can help guide them and show them that it's possible. Yeah, I mean, I'm not rich, and most of the major milestones in my life happened after 35. Mm -hmm. I mean, those are the major things. I didn't graduate from college until I was 37. I right. didn't move to Spain until yeah, yeah. I was 40. I didn't get married until I was 40. You know, like, I mean, people think it's yeah. too late and that it's to try something. Well, and I think it's like they've been told. Yeah. You know, like they've been told, they're conditioned, right, to think mm -hmm. that they're, they have a certain window to complete you know, uh, things. And if they haven't hit those marks, they either give up, you right. know, or, or they think right. it's too late, you know, right. but yet in the same vein, aren't women the ones that are, um, eager to reinvent? Yeah. Like you never hear a guy saying, well, you know, at 50, I had to, <laughs> had to really think about reinventing myself. Yeah. Like, no, women are doing that because, you know, they understand that there's more chapters to be written. Right. You know, like, geez. You no, know, if you're lucky, it, it's very feasible to get another 40 years out of life at this point of my life. Yeah. yeah. You know, I mean, why would happy, I think it's done? I mean, happy years, too. Like, yes, you know, yes. like you're not just sitting in the recliner coasting. Right. Not just wasting right. away. Yeah. You know, and it's not just that we're conditioned to think that it's over. It's we're conditioned to think that there's something inherently wrong with us. If we haven't done yeah. things by 30, we're right. supposed to have a house, kids, a husband, a wife, a car, a career, career, yeah. 
yeah. recognition awards bullshit. Yeah. Bullshit. Yeah. Because you know what? Let's be real. Most of us hit 21 and just lose our minds for a while. You know, I mean, we lose it. And and then, you know, we we think we've settled down, but we realize, no, I am still a baby. At 25, you're yeah. most people, and I'm not going to overgeneralize because there are exceptions to this rule. But of course, I mean, for the most part, at 25, you are brand new. Yeah. You know, you are brand new in the world. Yeah, you graduated at 18, but that doesn't mean anything. Yeah, you know, the thing too is like, I, I, I was just saying this to my wife, like everything changes so fast now. Like this, yeah. is, this is the society that we're in, you know, like life in general right now at this stage is to me like an iPhone, you know, mm-hmm. you buy the 12, the 14 comes out next year. You buy the, you know, like yeah. it's everything is always changing and getting better and everything. And it's not that it's a struggle to keep up, but um, it all, you you always have that feeling that you're you know you feel the pressure chasing it you know chasing oh, know. Yeah, chasing, chasing exactly yeah. and it's that I think that sometimes will will beat us down a little bit you yeah know? I mean a so, lot of those things are distractions though in my opinion you know yeah. I mean, yeah they're they're there to keep you complacent in the larger picture like should I reinvent myself should I pick this stupid job where Maybe, you know, my boss is treating me like crap. I haven't gotten a raise in 10 years. I know I deserve one. I'm not recognized. Oh, but I need the new iPhone. Like, I mean, there's no fault in that, but I feel like a lot of those things, you know, are distracting us from the fact that we are inherently maybe not where we want to be. Like, you don't have to give up the dreams you have, even if they're something huge or small. Like, I mean, that's that's very I mean true. there are there's so many different kinds of dreams. I mean, what if right. someone just oh, yeah. wants okay, well, I want a better living situation where maybe I live closer to a park. That is not a technically a big dream, but you know what? That's a valid dream. Yeah, right. Yeah. You know, I mean so to achieve depending but on but how do you get there? Well, let's figure out how to get there. Yeah. And what if someone says, you know what, I, I don't like this line of work. I want to get in tech and I want to try to make, you know, a million dollars in the next 10 years. You know yeah. what? I think that's achievable if, you know, I do, but you have to also, you know, take into account what area of tech and the schooling that it'll take you to get there. And right. you know, let's look at connections and see if we can make something close to that happen. Yeah. Like yeah. both of them are valid dreams. And right. you can just keep stop. in reality. You thinking of them, you know? Yeah, you keep people in reality. So if they tell you, yeah. I want to be a millionaire in tech, you're like, that's possible. And this is, you got to figure out the steps you're going right. to take. Right. Are My job is not to lie that. to you. Right. right. And I, also, I'm not going to tell you, you can't do anything. But, you know, if someone, you know, emailed me tomorrow and was like, hey, you know, I, I want, you know, two Porsches, you know, by next year. But right now, um, you know, I have a minimum wage job. <laughs> right. Yeah. I'm not going to advise you to rob a bank. You can play the lottery, but right. you know, why are you, why do you, I'm going to ask them why they feel the need to have two courses by next year. Yeah. I want to know where this is coming from and let's right. work on that. Let's, let's figure out where, where, you know, maybe that's what I like about this is that it's not like um, spending an hour sitting on a couch in a therapy office. It's like, it's just a little dusting of therapy to, well, to get to the why. Yeah. 
it's, you know, I mean, but it's, it's not digging deep and saying, when you were a kid, no. did your dad have Porsches? You know, like right. it's not that right. at all. Right. It's just this. No, in fact, that's, that's uh, against my ethical pledge. My, right. my, and that's actually what I was going to mention today. And I know you asked me, Denise, to talk about my training a little bit. Yeah. Um, I, I was going to bring up today that um, I think one of the large problems with, you know, how maybe what I do is perceived like as being silly uh it's just there are a few things but like um first it was highly unregulated and still there isn't a lot of regulation like anybody can say i'm a life coach and put their right. stuff up there yeah. you have to look for accredited people i mean you you don't i'm sure there are great people out there doing this that aren't accredited yeah. but the thing is i have a governing body that i answer to i have a school and they are accredited by the International uh, International Coaching Foundation cool. um, Federation. I'm sorry. So the ICF is international. They're the governing body here in Spain, in the U.S., everywhere. Um, they make sure the schools are, you know, giving the correct amount of hours, the correct amount of practice. They have certified teachers, et cetera, et cetera. Because it's, um, I mean, I have to pledge, I have to take a, um, uh, I have to sign, you know, do a thing on ethics. I have to do a, a small area on ethics, um, know what the violations are, and sign that I will uphold my duty to be ethical. And one of those things is I will not and cannot treat and diagnose anything because I'm not certified to do that. Yeah. Um, I'm not well, licensed well, to do that. I'm not trained right. to do that. I am not a doctor. I am not a counselor. I'm not a therapist. I am not a psychologist or a psychiatrist. I'm none of those things. And one of my pledges includes if someone comes to me as a client and starts, let's say, um, you know, it, it it's all comes down to the wording. If someone says, you know, I've been very depressed lately and I really want to figure out maybe how to manage my time better. Okay, let's figure out how to manage your time better. Yeah, you know, that's great. If someone comes to me and says, I've been really depressed lately and I really want to fix that. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to have to say at that point, due to my pledge, like what I have agreed to do, I have to say, okay, um, I, you know, I'm not, I, I am not qualified to diagnose or treat any mental illness, any past trauma, right, nothing right. like that. We can talk about maybe if you want to tell me like, ways that this affects your life and maybe how you can bring some joy into your life, like with maybe hobbies or something. I cannot touch on any kind of technique. Um, this is coaching is client led. So I have to ask the right questions to help the client realize what they can do. So I'm not giving a lot. I'm asking a lot, you know, um, yeah. I'm just kind of shining a light. I'm not leading anyone anywhere. Um, they're leading themselves and I'm just kind of shining the light. Mm -hmm. So since I am actually going to a school uh, that is accredited by the um, ICF, um, the difference here is that um, then just, you know, going online and saying, oh, I'm going to coach people. Right. I am governor, I'm, I am governed. <laughs> My name will be reportable. So if yeah. I mess up, if I violate something, you can find and report me and they can find me and then ban me. 
So, I mean, I have, I have things at stake as well. I have my integrity at stake as well. And I think, um, I know some uh, like counselors and therapists don't like life, life coaches. I think maybe that's because they don't really know what we do though. You know, um, I, I work from now forward. I don't go backwards. Right. I don't look to the past at all. Um, I like that. I can't. Actually, yeah. That's not, I don't want to deal with that. If I wanted to be that in depth, I'd go back to college, you know, and right. I don't, I like here forward. And I also, I think these are things that people can handle in their own. I feel that people are capable of doing this on their own, but I can help, you know, I can help kind of guide the, shine, shine the light. Yeah. Um, but you you know, that, that's a big difference. I think. Are you ac accessible to your clients? Um, like if they need to speak to you, like like say a hotline kind of a thing, like can they call you in the evening or on a weekend if they have a, a like an emergency or a personal some that's kind actually, of actually That's have? a really great comment. Um, that's a question, I'm sorry, not comment. Um, I actually have been thinking, I'm putting together some packages and things um, for, you know, the future of my life, hopefully. Um, and one of them, it, well, most of them will actually, I'm going to include um, access through email um, okay. or WhatsApp. Um, and I mean, that, WhatsApp I know is not popular in the US, but it's a quick free download and you can make, as long as you're in your Wi-Fi, which in the US you always are, yeah. um, you can make, you can text for free, call for free internationally. Um, the only reason I would, would limit it to messages and emails is because of the time difference. I'm seven oh. hours ahead. So mm -hmm. if someone gets off of work at eight o'clock in the U.S. and they call me, um, mm -hmm. I am in bed. <laughs> so yeah. you know, I am long since sleeping. And if it is that big of an emergency, they need um, someone more qualified than me. I will tell you, I will say that, you know, um, I am very good for a lot of things, but if it is that big of an emergency, I'm going to guess 99% of the time that is a counselor, psychologist, therapist situation. Right. Um, so, yeah. 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 But yes, like, people can touch base. And I would imagine that people would like be like, you know, maybe before an interview, a job interview, or oh, yeah. Like yeah. an hour before, like, I didn't get with my coach and get some motivational, right. you know, oh, yeah. get some hardcore motivation before I go into this this meeting, you know, and well, that's one of the things I yeah. work with productive yeah. dialogue, um, like that kind of emergency would be completely. Oh yeah. Definitely. House. Right. Yeah. Something like that. Or, or, you know, like, um, Oh my God, I, you know, I'm, I'm really stressed out. Uh, I, I just had, you know, three of my kids all brought home things that are due tomorrow. I have to be partially responsible for all of them. And, you know, like my wife's not home until later and can't help. How do I manage this? Okay, mm -hmm. let's try to, let's manage your time. Let's break I it down and yeah. how we can yeah. delegate, you know, because when that hits, you're overwhelmed. Like, yeah. okay, yeah, a quick session like that, if, if, if they're a client, if they're, you know, they're a client, like, I don't mean like an hourly because hourly, honestly, is just like, that's one quick thing, you know, but if we're working together to get you somewhere, then yes, you know, you have access to me. I, I let people know, you know, okay, give me 24 hours, but usually I'm going to respond before then. 
you know, just in case I have an emergency, you know, right, right, right. have life. Um, you can't overpromise uh, and underdeliver. You've got to, no, you yeah. know, yeah, <laughs> right. yeah, definitely. That's, um, but that's yeah, reasonably, um, I, I, you know, get that quickly, you know, because I know, you know, I mean, these are important things to people, you know, and oh, yeah. maybe that's what I was going to say. Yeah. I think therein lies the difference between you being a coach and then someone who's a therapist or a counselor that they're not available. They have their office hours and not usually Monday through Friday. So that makes you more personal, like more of personal help to them. Right. And more of a lifeline, I think, because I think it's, it's a little more one-on-one -on -one and like you're the person in their corner for what's going oh, on. Oh yeah. I mean, I am, like I said last time, I mean, I'm, I'm a cheerleader. I'm a cheerleader with some training, you know, like I want you to succeed and I want to help you get there, you know, and if you have a moment of panic and I don't mean clinical panic just for anyone who's listening, right. you have a moment of overwhelmed, right. Oh my God, this all just hit. What do I do? Okay. Well, let's figure out how we can do that. Like how can right. we make it work? It's like a voice of reason, you know, like a, like a, an outsider looking in and yeah. that, makes, yeah. that makes a big difference. It's but an outsider who is cheering for you. So that yeah. makes a difference too. Yeah. You know? Keeping it you... real at the same time. Because if someone no. came to you yeah. and said, I want to be a supermodel, you know, in a year and say they're, you know, overweight or they're older or they're whatever, not a supermodel, you know, whatever, for lack of a better example. Sure. It real for people, you know, but, or if they I'm, want the Porsche yeah. next year and they're working at a minimum wage job. So that's important too, because you're not just telling them what they want to hear. I like the fact that you let them see the steps it's going to take to get to that. That's something well, they find the steps. Anyway, yeah. They actually yeah. find the steps. I right. just kind of help them see that the steps are possible. Mm -hmm. They build their own steps all the way there because it's, I'm not in the person's life. I don't know what step is really hard. Something that's really difficult to me might be super simple to them and vice versa. So what I do is I just kind of ask the right questions to get you rolling. Yeah, right. Like, and right. once you're rolling, I hold you accountable. I ask you why you haven't done those things. If I, I call you in a week, I, I messaged someone the other day. And they were like, oh, I didn't respond because I've been, you know, procrastinating and, you know, but I'm doing other things. Okay. You're doing other things is moving. That's awesome. You know, it doesn't matter if it's exactly right. what you said or not, but you're moving. So that's good, you know, and that's what I'm doing. I'm just, it's measurable. If you can see it happening, you're moving forward. Right. And I'm going to just be like, yeah, okay. What next? What do you want next? How, how does this make you feel now? Once that's out of the way, how does the path look to you? What is daunting to you? What do you want to change or important do you want to keep going? And we just recalibrate mm -hmm. until you are closer or it's something you can reach without a problem, without me, you know? Yeah. yeah. That's it. Yeah. It's, you're kind of teaching them how to be their own motivators. Yeah, I mean, you know? honestly, I, I I think that might be giving me a lot of credit that I'm teaching them. But the <laughs> thing is, if you start realizing, and I'm saying this from my own perspective, not as someone who coaches, just as someone who is alive. Um, once someone shows you that things are possible that you thought were impossible, like you can do this, like, 
or once you actually do it and you're like, oh my God, I did that. And I, I put that off for five years and I never thought maybe right. it's an accident. You just suddenly start feeling this yeah. amazing feeling and so many more things become accessible. You, you see Absolutely. them as accessible and it just keeps growing, you know, yeah. and that's what I want for people, you know, like, and I like being a part of that, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Maybe, maybe like you're not, you're not teaching them how to motivate them. You're teaching them how to motivate them themselves. Yeah. You know, all your coaching, you know, will eventually, um, give them the tools. Oh yeah. Yeah, definitely. To motivate themselves. Cause I think, you know, like one of my biggest problems is staying motivated. It's like hard. I get super excited about a project and <laughs> as I'm hitting you know, like all these things, then all of a sudden I'm like, mm, what can I do next? <laughs> like now I'm, oh, yeah. now that's good, but what can I do? You know, what can I do bigger, better, faster, better, you know? And, uh-huh. um, and if that doesn't come as quick, you know, then I just kind of like drop off. So, oh yeah. But it's not yeah. always about like, and that, that's one of the big problems, like just diving in and attacking something that really should in theory take six months and trying to do it in a week. Yeah. And then getting down on yourself when you don't do it. Exactly. Well, that's not fair yeah. to you because yeah. it's impossible. Like yeah. people, people take years to do this and you, why do you feel the need to, that you have to do it in a week or you can't? So not every coach does this. Actually, I don't think a lot of us do, but I like the accountability. I always give um, my, my uh, people I've been speaking with uh, a challenge at the end uh, before we end our 20 minutes. And I, I ask them if they're comfortable with it and I give them a challenge. Um, it's just a very small thing. I help, they, they help me kind of think of a good challenge. Um, maybe it's a list, maybe it's a, depending on what they want to achieve or change. Yeah. Um, and then I make them set a deadline that is workable for them. And yeah. I tell them, okay, I'm going to call or email you the day. I, usually I message uh, yeah. at this point. Um, you know, a day or a few weeks after that. And, and, you know, after the date, see, see how you did. If you did it awesome. If you want to continue, let me know and we'll set up the next one. Or if it didn't work for you, I want you to tell me why and how we can change it. Because if you try it and it doesn't work, okay. Did it feel bad? It didn't work in your time. It, you know, it made other people in your family think you were, you know, neglecting your time with them okay then let's look at the issue and mm-hmm. we recalibrate and we find something that works better yeah. because you i mean you have to keep testing things you can't dive into a huge thing and i tell everybody it's it's puzzle pieces you know just you have to start with one if you're going to put the picture together it doesn't really matter which one usually as long as you're putting one after one you can't right Right. Try to just dump the box on the ground and hope the whole picture puts itself together. Right. It, it doesn't work that way. Like mastery doesn't happen like in a week. You yeah. Know? So yeah. It, and it's, 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 I mean, if it does awesome, you know, for some people it does, but you know, like it's not fair to get down on yourself and tear yourself apart right. just because you have society tells you, you should this, yeah. you should that. No, you shouldn't. No. Yeah. And sometimes it is like a, a subconscious self self sabotaging. Oh yeah. You know. Yeah. 
I do that. I tend to do that, the self-sabotage, setting myself up for failure, because I will make my to-do list mm-hmm. with far too many things that I'm going to be able to get done in that day or week or whatever that to-do list period of time is. And then you just feel stressed because you feel like you're chasing, like Denise said. Mm-hmm. And then I just, then it, then it becomes daunting. And then I'll just sit there with too many things to do and now not enough time. And then I don't do any of it because, and I put on mindless TV. <laughs> said, oh, I've heard that so many times. Oh. I mean, I've done that so many times. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. it's pretty common, isn't it? It's, it's really common. And you yeah. know, I've, I've really learned from that. And I think that goes way back to like, Jay, we were talking about this when I was spinning my wheels with trying to get the lesbian lounge off the ground. Yeah. Yeah. Big lessons learned back then, like big lessons. And now I'm the kind of person that, you know, um, like one thing a day, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. One thing a day, let's knock that out. And then we got a whole nother day for a whole nother thing is kind of what like my, where I'm at, like, that's the pace that I find so doable. I just said, right. I'm like, you just see my week next week. I have like an eye test on Monday. I got to get Bruce ready for the mobile groomer on, on Tuesday, Wednesday, got a podcast Thursday. I'm getting my second COVID booster. She was like, that's a lot for you. <laughs> <laughs> I never I have that many things going on, but it's one thing a day. Yeah. That's why you helped me when you were saying what I'm telling you, what I'm, there's a few things I want to do and getting people to do for things for the podcast. And Denise is like, whoa, settle down. You have to get ready for your show. I have Easy, show. girl, focus. <laughs> it's just focus, like focus. going you off the rails here, here, you know? I was still a little on this thing, so you could focus on that thing. And that's where I need to learn to do that. Like, I put the whole thing in a pile in front of me. Oh, no. That's oh, bad. I, yeah. I get overwhelmed. No, that is horrifying. You know? Yeah, yeah it's horrifying. I, I can't, I mean, so I think some people thrive off that, but I am not one of them. Yeah, I yeah. never recommend, like, if someone comes up with that, I'm like, if it works for you, that's great. I mean, because, like I said, I don't set the steps. Right. But if that falls apart, the second meeting, I'm going to say, how about five things on a list for the week? Which right. is actually the number I, you know, would that work for you? For <laughs> me, something, and speaking, because I, I don't give advice. I ask if I can give suggestions that have come out of other meetings. Um, but I don't really, I don't give advice. That's not what I do. Um, but so that said, not speaking as a coach, something that helps me a lot, um, when I am working with getting a lot of things done and lists actually do help me, but only because I changed how I did them, JD. Yeah. I make a list and, and probably you too, Denise, like, um, I make a list and, but for most days when I feel like I have a lot of things coming up, but I list really mundane tasks on them that are simple. Oh yeah. Uh, and then Dishwasher. the more I have checked <laughs> off, the better <laughs> I feel. I mean, yeah. I mean, go to the grocery <laughs> store. Well, gosh, I need food. Mm-hmm. Um, fold the laundry. Um, fold okay, laundry. Wash the, you know, clean the mirror. I, I live things, my life like that. I send I mean, them a list of things that I did all day and they're so minute. Oh, that's your accomplishment list. Yeah, that is a good <laughs> yeah. point. 
Yeah. You know, you've accomplished something then. Yeah. yeah. I throw one big thing in there. The thing I don't want to do goes in there too. Yeah. Right? But yeah. then the thing is, even if I didn't get that done, let's say it's not super pressing and I didn't get it done. When I look at the list, okay, there are five things on there. I only crossed off four and the big one's not crossed off, but the other four are. Yeah. Oh, I, like yeah. I really like that approach because in my lists that I overwhelm myself with, I never put the things, like you said, the grocery store, like the the obvious things you're going to need to do. And it takes effort, there's, though. There's not enough time to do all those things on the list because I have to do those other things anyway. Right. You so do. If you yeah. need put them on there. I mean, yeah. it's, those are things that you, unless you can pay someone to go do them for you, those are things yeah. that take your energy, your time, your money. So they're, they're accomplishments. They are. They're accomplishments. They are. Yeah. One thing a day approach. I think I'm going to start doing that. That is my favorite. That is my favorite because that doesn't include all my vacuuming, laundry, making dinner. Da da da. It's that that one thing a day mm-hmm. is the thing that's not part of that that right. I have to do, and I got to work it into that list. Mm-hmm. You know. So if I get that done, I'm like I'm winning. <laughs> Winning. I love that Gemma <laughs> said that to you. That's a lot for you. That's a lot for you. <laughs> like she knows I'm a one thing a day, and she knows, um, like, like two or three days before a travel day, like when we're flying home or you know whatever, that I get super snippy and snappy. Because I'm in my head doing, don't forget your earbuds. Don't forget this. Don't forget that. Da, 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 in my head constantly. And then she'll say something. I'll be like, what? You know, like, <laughs> and she'll just know that it's travel related. So she doesn't yeah. take it personally, but I'm like <laughs> getting overwhelmed. So we started doing the, the pre-travel lists, mm-hmm. you know, wow. we have post-its with the things on, you know, <laughs> it's like, cause it does end up being a lot, especially when you got to, you're dealing with like, your pet sitter and your this and your that. Oh yeah, all yeah. these things and That's like I'm the type of person that has to leave the house spotless so that we come home to it spotless. Yeah. You know, trash <laughs> has to be taken out. You know, coffee pots clean. All that kind of, you know, ridiculous. Like I, but it's in in a weird way. Even though it's overwhelming me, I need that to be done to be able to continue the actual travel day. Yeah, without right, that right. stuff on my mind. You know. Yeah. So yeah, it's it's very it's very strange, like the levels of you know of of that kind of stuff, like how you know um, going to get a haircut doesn't stress me out, but you know having to make sure the house is clean before we travel, you know, like it's a different kind of stress, you know. Oh, yeah, I get that. Yeah. I totally yeah. That. yeah, different levels, and I I I would I can imagine Julie for a coach. Um, finding the thing that, you know, I, I know a person is going to open up to you and tell you, you know, things about themselves that are going to help you help them find the right motivation, mm-hmm. you know? And in, in my head, I just go, my motivation is that like, I'm knocking out a stressor. That's it. Yeah. You know, yeah. but people, sometimes people need more than that and finding the right you know, yeah, everybody's different. Every single person I talk to, I mean, completely different, I, I, right? That's challenging. Oh yeah. I mean, it's just, it really, my best tool right now is just a ton of questions and, and they're not hard. 
you know, there, it's not like I'm asking you to solve math. It's it's just, you know, we're just digging, we're digging through the bullshit essentially to what the actual main issue is. You know, I've had someone tell me time management before um, is, is what they want to fix. And actually it just turned out they, oh, what was that? It wasn't time management. Oh, I forgot. They said time management and it was just such a big, huge, nebulous thing. But it was, they they felt just very disorganized and like they talked negatively to themselves because of it. Like if I don't get all these things, like what we're talking about now, um, more or less exactly. But like if I don't get all these things done in this day, that I am for, I'm just not good enough. I'm, I'm not a failure. I'm supposed to I'm be. a failure. You know, that, right. like but that like, light comes on. And, yeah. and, you know, my question at that point would be, okay, I mean, I think that's a common thought, but, you know, are you really a failure at that point? Like, are you truly a failure at that point? Like, I mean, okay. And if they say yes, then I, I want to explain, what is a failure to you? Like, yeah. what do you feel? I mean, what, what makes you a failure? I want you to tell me, like, yeah. I want to hear you say the reasons. And then, you know, people list off, well, I only have this and I only have this and I only have, I'm like, okay, you're listing an amazing amount of accomplishments, but you're saying only, I only have this job. I only have this kind of house. I only have these cars. Oh, and I'm like, right. Only amazing things. Yeah. These are all huge. And I know it's not what you want, but these are not just, these are great. And right. from here, you can move to where you want those things, but you're not a failure. You're yeah. just not at all. You're a success. Little things add up to a lot. And I think people well, forget that. Like all these little things add up to a lot. Mm-hmm. You know, you kept your and, kids alive today. Like that's the simplest one. You kept your kid alive today. I like your goals. I like where you. Come You can't discount those things, though. No, you have to. You have to recognize them. I mean, honestly, I'm. You know, this. This comes in. uh, You know, as someone who's dealt with, I've dealt with. You know, some serious depression in my life, and you know, I think a lot of my pushing people to recognize small things as achievements comes from that because when I was really bad in my late twenties or, you know, um, after music, really, I got really bad for a while and, you know, I, I couldn't afford, you know, mental health care in the U S I mean, Jesus Christ. Um, but I, I started to kind of like, I wanted to be okay. And, you know, I, I don't even know the moment that I realized it or somebody pointed out to me. I don't remember, but you know, I realized, okay, I have to, the one task I make myself do every day. And it's from that time. I will not go to bed without my dishes clean because that is one thing I accomplished in the day. And I made myself do it no matter how bad I felt. I did it. And just that one thing, and I mean, most people I'm talking to are not in that place in their life. And if they are, I would highly suggest, please find a therapist instead of calling me. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't help you through that. Uh, but, you know, just accomplishing that one thing, I mean, it, it changed my outlook so much. 
you know, yeah. and so now incorporating that kind of thinking into, you know, people are just so down on themselves. I mean, there are very competent men and women that I've spoken with, you know, I mean, very, very successful, but they don't know. They, they can't yeah. see what they've done because they don't recognize it. social yeah. media. We're living in full mode. Oh, yeah. you know, we're, we're seeing these images of what should be, but, yeah. but should, what should, who? And aren't real usually. They're usually no. not real. You know, people- No, like they're not. Their right. best life that doesn't really exist on no. Facebook. It's, it's to the point now where I wish more- We are all struggling. Yes. Yeah. We are all struggling. Yeah. It's you don't know, you know, others, know what a person's struggles are, you know, because they're they're showing you like- a windsurfing picture from like 2005 and you, you know, you're thinking that they just did it right. last week. It's like, come on. So yeah, it's such an illusion, you know, social, social yeah. media creates this illusion where, um, you know, people are trying to uh, emulate it and it's, oh, yeah. it's, not, it's not really real. It's not it's dangerous. Really? I mean, I'm not, it I'm is not dangerous. Really, That's a, it's know, a perfect word for it. It's, it is dangerous that it, people put themselves to your mental health. I think yeah. to, a lot of people are susceptible to that, especially those of us who didn't grow up with the internet, to be honest. Right, right. And I think, exactly. I think Gen Z exactly. sees through this shit. But yeah. I, I don't think most, a lot of people in my age group, in our age groups, they, you know, I mean, I find myself looking at stuff and being like, hey, I wish I was doing, but then I'm like, I don't know when that picture was taken. I don't, yeah. I don't, are they actually smiling? Is it smiling? I don't know. Smiling. Exactly. You know, like, yeah. why do yeah. I care? I'm in, Spain. you know, like, yes, like, for, for instance, I'm in Spain. People think, oh, you're luck. Okay, listen, I don't have a ton of money. I'm a tad bit agoraphobic. I don't get out and go live. Oh God, I'm going to say it. La Viva Loca. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yes, it is. It is right. amazing to be here, but there are problems here that I face. Granted, they're different from the U.S., but there's still problems. I mean, oh, for yeah. instance, my language level makes things very hard. And I am over 40 and learning to be very fluent in a language that I didn't know before I got here has been very difficult. You know, even even now that I'm a higher level, what I'm encountering is people are very irritated with me if they hear the accent, they shut down. Or if I speak a little slower or ask them to repeat something, they're furious. Not everyone, but it's like the U. Not like the U.S., but a little bit like that. You know, like people. There are some people who just cannot be bothered to speak with Mm -hmm. me. Or they act like they don't understand and then I have to ask the person next to me, do you understand me? You know, because I think, I, am I crazy? I think I said that, right? Like, mm-hmm. So, you know, everybody, the point is everybody has problems. They just are packaged differently, you know? So yeah, everybody could use help, you know? And, and I am here for the people who are ready to work on for themselves. Like, I don't mean start a business. I mean, work for you, what you want for yourself. If that's changing something, making something you see as bad to be better, um, getting to a point in something you love that, you know, but making it an even better point in that thing, you know, whatever it is, like the people I would like to work with are the people who are ready to, because you have to do work. I was going to say, I put in the work. I cannot do it for you. I can help you find the path. 
I can help you find the path and I can cheer for you the whole damn time. I will encourage you. I will, you know, I will point out you're, you're looking at things through a very negative point of view. You know, I can help, but you've got to work and, you know, I will be there. You know, you don't have to do it by yourself, but the people who want to work, that's who I want to work with because I want to share. I mean, that's honestly, nobody's wasting anybody's time. That's no. And, And the thing is, it's useless. I, I don't, I would love to have a client, you know, with me and have a long-term client work with them. But the thing is you're wasting your money and I'm wasting my time. If you're not going to work because right. I, I, I can't, this works through talking, talking it out, talking it out. We are, I only do telecalls because we don't do distractions, yeah. no, no judgment, no evaluation of someone's surroundings. It is just the voice because I'm listening for changes in your tone. When you say something, sometimes someone's like, oh, you know, um, I really want to change jobs because I hate my boss, you know, and, you know, um, also I, you know, I dreamt of being an artist once. I'm listening for the, you know, like, okay, well, we're going to talk about art for a minute then, you know, because that was just something I heard. And when I'm looking at you, I don't catch those things quite as easily, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. You, yeah. Of course you listen. Are you willing to meet a, a client if they say, could we meet in person at a coffee shop or something? I would, I would not for the first session, not for the 20 minutes, not for the, like, um, you know, just for people who are listening and, and didn't hear last time, we start in, in who are interested um, in doing this kind of work. Um, I, I don't know that every coach does this. I think they should. Um, but before you sign on with me, we do 20 minutes, uh, no obligation. There's no payment. I don't take your credit card information. Nothing. You just book a let's session. Look, with let's me. see if this and is going to work. Kind of, it's, it's exploratory because yeah. if you have something going on, that I can't help you with, there is no use in me. It, uh, we'll waste each other's time. Yeah. And if you have something going on that I'm not qualified to deal with, that is, for instance, a therapy related or, or you know, borderline therapy related, I have to. I can't work with you. Then I can give you yeah. some some recommendations, but I, I, you know, for qualified licensed therapists, but I, I cannot work with you. But you know, may, and maybe you don't like me. Maybe you don't like my vibe. Maybe you don't like my style or, or, or the way things are going. Maybe it's not for you. Um, but if, if I had someone who I'd already done the first, the, you know, 20 minutes with, and we realize, okay, this is, you know, um, I would meet with them. Yes. Um, I would like to probably limit that uh, just because I think there are too many distractions that go on with that visual distractions, auditory yeah. distractions. And you know, you're, 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 you're talking, I don't feel like people with someone who is not like your best friend or very close family member. I don't think people are comfortable talking being very vulnerable in public with someone that they don't know that. That's true too. Yeah. Yeah, Over the phone. I, I'm, I mean, I'm a very safe person. I take my pledge very, very seriously. Um, you know, I, I don't divulge any names or information, anybody, but the thing is, you don't know me, you don't know me. And 
I can promise anything, but until I prove it to you, you don't know me. And I feel like over the phone, without me seeing your face, without you seeing my face, you know, it's easier for you to, to just really speak honestly, speak from the place where you need to be speaking and not superficially, because that doesn't, we can't do good work if it's just, you're saying what I think you should say. You know, you're saying what you, th you think you should say. Like that doesn't, so. Yeah, there's got to be a level of trust and a level of, of honesty. And I think that free 20 minute assessment, yeah, uh, it goes both ways. Like they're yes. assessing you, you're assessing them. Yep. Because nowadays, like, I don't know about you, but like, <laughs> I can walk into the dentist office and know, in, you know, instinctively oh. whether I'm going to like this person or not. Definitely. Like, yeah. right now, I hate my dentist, but I got to go. Because <laughs> I haven't checked out any other dentist to see if I have a good vibe with them. <laughs> yeah, no, it's he's super condescending and he repeats the same thing the whole entire time. Oh. And yeah, it just kind of just put you music need to on. Put that on your things to do list. Find a new <laughs> oh, new dentist. Exactly. Find Interview dentist. <laughs> but that's what I feel like in this day and age. It's something as delicate as your need for something. You know, whether it's yeah. your need for a coach, your need for a therapist, your need for a dentist, your need for anything, you want to go in and feel out that vibe before yeah. you commit. And I feel like we all do that, you know, and here's the thing, I, I'd be willing to pay, you know, just to know, like, I'd be willing right. to pay that, oh, yeah. you know, yeah, because I mean, you, you are giving it you want to waste for free, you yeah, know, you want to waste your money. I mean, I'm not going to make I would feel horrible if someone was like, oh, okay, let's start with a month package. Okay, great choice. You know, um, let's do it. Um, and then they pay me and I'm not, I, I'm, you know, I, I don't know. I haven't even set up a refund situation yet because honestly, I, I'm, I'm doing the 20 minutes. We're checking each other out at that point. Yeah. You know, if something goes catastrophically wrong, of course, you know, that is negotiable. But, you know, like what I don't want is to get halfway into your first, because the sessions are 45 minutes, Yeah. The, the actual sessions, you know, that's 45 minutes planning, talking, work, you know, work you're, you're going to be doing, yeah. setting up your own work, your own schedule for success. You know, um, we get halfway through that and you can't stand me, or I realize that you are not willing to do any work at all. We've just wasted a ton of each other's time. Yeah. I have given a booking spot away, you know, for the next month. I have committed, you know, all this time to you and all of my free time, you know, my free time. And you have committed to something that you didn't want at all. You realize at that point. So, yeah, I mean, I don't, I think a lot of coaches do this, but I don't think as many coaches do this as should. Yeah, I think it's a blessing. Like, I think it's a it's a it's a great way to start off, you know, yeah. any kind of relationship. You know, I mean, I mean God, you're coach. spending a lot of time together. Yeah, you got to feel like you to know whether it's, it's going to work. And it, oh, yeah, it's I think yeah, that, yeah. I think it's a great idea. commitment to being uh, helpful to being someone on their side and and to showing you you have. Uh, your integrity and in, um, wanting to succeed right, at what you right. do and helping them succeed. 
Yeah. Right. I mean, I want to make a living. I don't expect to get rich from this. I mean, if I do, that'd be awesome. But I mean, my definition of rich is quite low. So <laughs> that, like I said, it's just a perspective. But I mean, I'd like to make a living doing this, but not if it's soul sucking. You know, that's the whole thing. Oh, yeah. I love helping genuine success. Like, and I, I don't think someone's going to have like a magic moment every single session. I think that maybe that's impossible because we're working on a large dream. We're setting up dreams, you know, we're setting up goals, big successes, and that doesn't happen overnight, but we can celebrate those small things together. And right. you know what? That's exciting. Yeah. You know, to see someone get one step closer to something that they thought they could never get to or thought they that was lost forever, even if it's something small, like that's amazing. Because I know I was there when that changed. To recognize, you know, Mm. teaching them to recognize that um, just because something is uh, um, habitual or, Mm. um, you know, minor or whatever, it it shouldn't be discounted. It should be recognized as, you know, a little, a little success. Like, don't just discount it. You know what? You vacuumed that hallway and you vacuumed it good. Right, yes. and yes. that gets them thinking. It's a way, it's mm-hmm. a way of thinking that will eventually turn into having them be able to recognize those little successes, mm-hmm. you know, instead of just ignoring them and just realizing that they're fucking powerful. Yeah, yeah. Honestly, yeah. realizing that you're fucking powerful because everybody's <laughs> fucking powerful, and I am just going to keep saying fucking powerful because you can't put powerful without that modifier in front of it. <laughs> in case. I really, I do believe that, you know, it, yes. it is because we forget and then we are convinced that it is not real and we're convinced that it's impossible and everything in the world convinces us of that, especially when we're older. It's yes. impossible. Oh, God. Friend, yeah. even, even people who are well-meaning because there's, you have to realize when, when you have a good friend who's like, oh, that's a, kind of a bad idea. You know, unless there's like 20 people saying it, which in that case, maybe evaluate, but you know, even maybe, maybe a family member or friend, you know, you feel in your gut, this is possible, but a friend, you know, close someone who loves you, they mean well. And they're like, Oh, that's not, that doesn't mean they're down on you. It means they've been convinced as well. If everyone around you is convinced that it's possible, are you supposed to believe that you can do it? Here's the thing with me. I truly think you can do whatever the fuck you want. I mean, I am not talking about like, you know, horrible, illicit things. I I mean, if you put your mind to it, I do think that a lot of things are possible that people think they can't yeah. do. I, mean, yeah. I taught myself to build a house. You know, I, I, I didn't think that was possible. I truly didn't. I thought this is gonna, this is gonna be a mess, but I'm gonna do it because something in my gut says I should. Yeah. And I'll be okay. And you know what? It was a lot more work than I thought it would be. I am glad that I don't have to do it again. <laughs> but the thing is, I did it. And that for me was my goal. And I know it was a huge, but for me, it was huge, you know? Yeah. And the thing is, I am have no more power than any single one of my clients would have. So if I could do that, you can definitely do what you want. Yeah, just a, a matter of of um. I I mean I don't know about you, but 
you know, I love being around the, the person that um, has the success, but mm. also recognizes it in other people. Yeah. You know, like that person that says, I believe in you, or you can do this, you know, that's great too. But that person that has the success that you want to celebrate, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. there's so many, so many people that get pitted against each other. Oh, yeah. You know, or even in any profession, it seems like. Oh, yeah. You know, like people that say don't, like the people that say it's not possible, or people that, that haven't gone after their own dream. Right, they've given up as well. They don't think their thing is possible. So like you're right, Denise, the people that are successful are gonna be more likely to be the ones to say. Yeah, and and they celebrate those things because every profession from sports, competitive, you know, putting people against each other, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? I, you know, it's like pick a career, like you name it. There's, there's always this competition, this competitiveness and that, you know, all these, you know, you know, people that, that post the the motivational things like on, on Facebook, you know what I mean? Like straighten out that crown. Like don't (laughs) don't be backstabbing your sister, straighten their crown, you know, that kind of thing. It's like they're goofy and everything, but some of them make an impression. Some of they them really make do. an impression. You know what? I was just thinking. There's a there's a there's a quote that is so cliche, but it's true. Like your only competition is yourself. Like mm-hmm. I know it's cheesy. It's cheesy, but it's true. Like it is. you are it is your true. roadblock. You are your roadblock. Yeah. I can help because I know what your roadblock is. It's you. Yeah. We'll narrow down what part that is, but yeah. you are your roadblock usually. Yeah. You know, I mean, barring extreme things, most of the people I've spoken with so far, it's it's just a matter they're holding themselves back, and it's not on purpose. You no. just don't even know anymore. And yeah. That's not. I'm not saying anything bad about those. I do it all the time. I hold myself back all the time, but I don't realize it until someone is like, mm, "You realize you're doing this, right? Like how?" And then you know, a little introspection. Yeah. Oh, I am. I am fucking yeah. my iPhone yeah. on accident. I did, I did that with the with the with the cartoon thing. You know, I had this mm-hmm. idea of doing the lesbian lounge in little bits. You know, cartoon yeah. bit for the last three and a half, four years. And way back then, I um, was approaching a couple of people who I knew had either a background or knew somebody with a background in animation. Mm-hmm. And um, I, so I spoke to this guy, and he said. You know, it's it. I don't know if you understand what goes into it, but it's like a it's a it's a lot of work, you know, like getting the the characters to look the way you want them to look, but then rigging them to make the perfect yeah. emotions to do, you know, what the script or the sound. Oh, thinking for, everything up. Right? Yeah. So he's telling me all of this, and he said, I, you know, unfortunately, I can't do it because I'm in the middle of a project, you know. But I just want you to be aware of what it what it takes it's it's really not an easy task and sometimes it takes two or three people because everybody has their specialty so he's telling me all this and already i'm like sinking 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 and after that conversation and like i said he didn't say i can't do it he just said i'm in the middle of a project right now but what i heard was you're not going to find anybody that wants to do this i would have heard the same thing right yeah so i let it go for all these years and then you know, uh, by way of like you know, my friend Linda Anderson saying, 
hey, I got this great script. Do you want to do a voiceover for a character in a short animation series that I have? And I said, yeah, definitely. I'll do it. Still not thinking about that. So I do the project and I, I sent her all my bits and, and she said, let's have a quick Zoom meeting. And we jump on and she's like, I just want to let you know, I feel like you're a natural for this. Like you really know what you're doing as far as like, she asked me to do an Eastern European voice. And I'm like, what is this? Like, well, you know, there's been a lot of stuff about Putin and Ukraine and Russia. Maybe I could, you know, from all the news, you know, piece together this muddled Eastern European accent and I did it. So I'm telling her all that and we're winding things up. And I said, you know what, then I got a question. And I tell her about my idea. And I said, do you know anybody or would you be? And her whole face lit up and she was like, we can do this. And the minute I heard that, it was like everything changed. And I thought, one person. I just like crapped on myself for three and a half years. Sometimes it just takes someone saying, you can do that. She was like, like this is something really- we can do. Like, awesome. this is what I do. Like, thank God you brought this to right. me because I can person. do that. Yeah. Right. You do the sound bits. I'll do the rigging. We'll find a cartoonist, which mm. took all of like a half a day. Awesome. And turns out the guy lives down the street from me. Yes. Anyway, that's weird. Yeah. So yeah. it was all just like this, 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 everything, you know, aligned, but it sometimes it doesn't work that way. But what it takes is somebody saying, we can do this. Yeah. Right. And that's you. Like you're telling with. someone we can do this. Oh yeah. You know, like someone yeah. gets to hear that. And it's not taken three years to hear it. Like to no, me, not they, that. Yeah. they can technically, they can do it without me. You know, I don't want to, I don't want to remove myself. I don't know that. The thing is, you don't need, I don't technically need to be there. You can do it. I'm going to help you find the things in you that you forgot about that have always been there. Yeah. So you can do the thing. And right. the thing is, I, you know, I love doing that. And that's what people you know, need to hear though. Because exactly it. the success is, is amazing. You know what? I, I'm going to go there. I just see a shit ton of straight white men getting everything they want. Yeah. And <laughs> you know what? That's cool for them. But how about a shit ton of lesbian women over 30 getting what they want? Yeah. yeah. We I need agree. more In any category. Women. <laughs> white oh, I, brown black I do not, any I, category no, just I let them get that. something yeah i yeah. run into that every week with with my band you know they're they're i'm the, i'm the girl in the band but it's my band it's yours and it's yep. my band it's my project it's my music Your name particular show it's my music and my name my picture on the poster and it's very hard to get them to listen to me i don't have a voice in the room that's my room you know my my thing and uh it's just it's it's a boys club it's always a boys club but very i think you're 100 percent right about that and i I want to i want to change the balance there though yeah we got to change the balance yeah and and this is my way of doing it i think it's amazing and i i wanted to tell you that before we before we end the show i wanted to make sure i got this in that because I knew you were going to be on the show today. The last show, you gave me a piece of advice with my waking up in the morning with my negative thoughts of why did I get all this stuff done? It because I this, hate right? it. Yeah. yeah, it's the fuck you. Yes, <laughs> yes. Negative voice. But mm-hmm. you know what? It really helps like to 
not only do that, but to think about what you did do that was positive, what you did yes. do that was an accomplishment, even though you didn't get the other thing that you didn't get to it or whatever. Because it's really little cool. things are like keys that unlock. That unlock. they are. Yeah, the door is a little bit bigger. Like JD, you go into all the practices and you continue going, even though you got a bunch of men who are trying to steamroll you out of something with your picture yeah. and name on it. Those are huge accomplishments. Because you know what, you you could, you're within, it, it would be completely understandable if you were like, fuck this. Yeah. Yeah. I, and but, I, but you keep showing up, even yeah. though you have to deal with this. I mean, I would maybe change those people. I don't know. but I, like, I, Yeah, I couldn't in this situation because of the original music thing. They uh, okay. songs and I can't, you know. But down gotcha. the road, definitely. Or, you know, do a little more soloing, solo playing and stuff. But uh, that's, I uh, mean, you don't need yeah. support, you know? I mean, you've got this. And I mean, but the, the point is, the accomplishment is uh, you keep going. And yeah. a lot of people wouldn't in the face yeah, of that, tough. you know? And you don't, and you feel yeah. like you don't recognize that you keep showing up and you keep giving it your all because you walk away from the situation so frustrated. Feeling terrible. That you, right. So that like that right. attached to it, exactly. it's not an accomplishment. It's a, oh my God, I got through it, you know? Like, right. Exactly. But, yeah, it, but don't it, give them that power because right. the power it is, is an accomplishment. The, that, the power right. is the fact that you've got grown men who somehow think they own something that is all you. That's yeah. the audacity. And they're trying to crush you and you can stand up against that to keep going back. That's power. You yeah. know, we'll let them diminish that, you know, like that's, yeah. that's silly. What it takes is a rant for me. I have to have a total meltdown rant yeah. and then they all suddenly hear me, you know, oh, and they're good. people. So they'll be like, Oh, well, we don't want to upset you. So used to me good. not ranting, but trying to tell them reasonably what we need to do. And then when I make the rant, it's my picture on the poster. It's yeah. my name on the poster. Some people need a rant. You need yeah. ranting. Fortunately, yeah. made me have to go there. But, you know, I really yeah. have to. No, but and I think also as women, and a lot of people like Lucille Ball and um, like women that were successful in, in um, the entertainment world, but I mean, in any business, women that are successful have to be that person and then you get oh, labeled yeah. as the bitch oh yeah as hard to work with because oh, you're trying to get them to do it right and they don't hear you it's frustrating it is like with like, men it's assertive it's them being assertive when they exactly. Exactly. yeah no no so, it's you being powerful it's yeah. just yeah so I'll, you know, I'll have to take that um, that label if it has to go along with it, just to get my things done, my music played right. But get shit on the back of your jacket. I would, just, <laughs> I would just put it there, just some jewels, you know. <laughs> you know what? Fine. I Fine. earned that title. <laughs> right in the inside. Yeah. <laughs> we have to do yeah. what we have to do, but like, there's nothing wrong with that word if you use it in the correct way. You know, like yes, yeah. It's true. It's, it's true. Power. It's got to, it doesn't always have to be, you know, a negative connotation attached to it. Like it's no, the no. fact that that's kind of the level that you have to be at to get people to it's pay attention, to listen to, you know, whatever. But, I think women have to scream in order to be, exactly. even, you have exactly. to, you have to startle 
the people in the room. And the, unfortunately, that's, I mean, some people are lucky to not have that environment, but I think that's the prevailing environment right now, especially for women in a male dominated workplace. Yeah. You have to have a, a meltdown. And I'm not, I'm exactly. with airports for a reason yeah. to get anything across. And that yeah. is so messed up. But yeah. that's my work on like powerful discourse, powerful words, intention in your words, because you know what, who cares if they are scared of you and they call you, a, who cares? You got their attention for the yeah, first exactly. time you did. Exactly. Screw it. If that's yeah. the only yeah. way to listen, make them hear you. Yeah, mm -hmm. it's yeah. true. I remember I a perfect, uh, <laughs> a perfect situation when I was working at the pub. Like I was low man on the totem pole because I, you know, had just been hired and all that. And my assistant manager was a young girl. Um, and then there was the manager who was just maybe a few years older than her, you know, not a lot, not a huge age difference or anything, maybe four or five years. But she always came to him with these great ideas and he would shoot them down when he should have been taking them to corporate and saying, Hey, look, we had this idea, but I feel like his thing was, they'll never go for it. Like they have a real certain way of doing things and they'll never go for it or whatever. So mm -hmm. it comes time that like our pub is being sold and they're placing uh, people at different locations and all that. Right. I opted like not to continue to work for the company. So I wasn't, I wasn't going, but my assistant manager went to this pub and she worked with a guy who would hold our uh, quiz night type of, he would, he would come in and host quiz nights or whatever, mm -hmm. but he ran a really nice place in a few, you know, a few cities over. So she went to work for him and he implemented so many of her ideas and that place did so well. It did so, so well, you know, and it, it just shows you if you have, like, i I know that like my, my manager, he didn't mean anything other than the company that we work for sucks and they wouldn't go for this. Right. You know what? That guy worked for the same company. No, he was taking her ideas and he was getting them done, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. So yeah. It just, you know what I mean? Like, it was just one yeah. of those things that made me look back and go, damn. Can I stop you guys just for a minute? I know this is editable, right? Yeah. Okay, my dog is losing her damn mind. Just one second. Oh, okay. <laughs> it was a Hallmark movie. She's throwing my shoes. You're <laughs> <laughs> in edit mode. That was, that was <laughs> Denise, there was a Hallmark movie about that, what you just said about your story. <laughs> I feel like it probably happens a lot, but for me to see it with my own eyes, yeah, isn't that crazy? Yeah, yeah, and like I said, there, you know, nothing wrong with the guy. He was just kind of lazy, and I don't think he wanted to hear them say no either. You know. Yeah. So my dog has a new skill, and she is way too smart for her own good. She does not like being shut outside of the room without the bedroom being open because it's bedtime. Yeah. Right? Oh yeah, yeah. So this is a new thing. This has never happened before. I started hearing the reason I stopped you guys. I started hearing this. She's been whining for about half an hour, but she's fine. She's fine. Yeah. <laughs> she's got everything. But I've never heard the sound before. And just a minute ago, I start hearing thump, 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 thump. And I don't know what the hell she's doing. I go out there. She is picking up my shoe and dropping it from mouth level on the floor. 
and hiking boots. And she's doing it right at the door. That's amazing. Shoes outside of the door that she's just been. I'm like, what is she doing? So now, yeah. That's awesome. She yeah, is, my cats learned to open the open the door because of our our door handles aren't round uh, here. No, no, right? the yes, door can do the with the latch. It's yeah, creepy. yeah, yeah. I know. I have to tell the guests when they go in the in the ladies, you know, in the in the bathroom, like, don't be surprised if the door flings open. Just a cat. <laughs> it's, just, it's just a cat. And now she's sleeping like a little angel because you're right. It is bedtime, so we're gonna let you go, and um, we're gonna have you back. Oh man, October yes. end of October. Yes, I should bring contact information on a little sheet and just put it above my head or something. <laughs> put it right over your shoulder, right over. Your I should, shoulder. I should just. Here's my WhatsApp. No, <laughs> but it's it's julieshire.info at gmail.com. But my name is weird to spell, and if you've got WhatsApp, it's plus three four, and it's six nine three nine two nine three nine zero. So. If you want a free session, that's how to contact me. And I'm sure that, you know, these lovely people. They can, always, they can look you up on Facebook too. They can message. Yeah, of course. Me, right? Yeah, it's Julie, S-C-H-U-R-R. Um, I don't really have, um, you know, the business end of things going yet. But if they want to reach out to me, uh, they can contact me on my personal page. Yeah, of course. Um, they're welcome. And, you know, give me a day or two because I don't always check those you know, message request things because it's yeah. usually just somebody trying to sell me something, but right. you know, reach out, you know, either way. Yeah. It's been so great to talk to you guys again. I love this. <laughs> I do too. I'm, I'm really looking forward to, uh, to next month because like each, each show there's more progress, you know, people are oh, yeah. they're understanding more about yeah. what you do and you're getting closer to your big launch. So yeah, yeah. I think it all, it all works hand in hand. And uh, right now I feel like there's, probably not a lot of people out there that couldn't use a coach. You know what I mean? So I, I mean, I, I would have to agree with you, you know? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> We're going to send them all your way when we, when we find oh, them. Please do. Well, not all, but you know, <laughs> most that's great. <laughs> Excellent. All right, my friend, we'll see you next week. Love you guys. Bye. Take it easy. Bye guys. Bye. Why do you always run back to like never stop chasing your dreams. Addicted to a touch. And I confess my addiction. My addiction is you. <laughs> we drank way too much whiskey. Don't ask me why I'm here tonight. I had to take this midnight drive to find you. And as I come in through the door, I see her dancing on the floor beside you. Why do you always run back to the love you once knew? You're addicted to her touch, that's true. And I confess, my addiction is